Hi friends, I'm Rebecca Lindhout. And I'm Amanda Martinson, and welcome to another episode of Beyond the Moment. Our last episode of the year, 2023, has come and mostly gone by the time you will listen to this episode. Are you eating peanut butter? What is that? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a peanut butter lollipop. You ever had one? Have I had one? There is few snacks that are better than standing in your kitchen late at night with a jar of peanut butter and just scooping out like mm-hmm. it's so good that's what we call them in our house peanut butter lollipops and if you're if you're real lucky we have nutella in the house and you take a dip out of each one oh man it's so good so what should you have before you record a podcast you should you should have peanut butter and then a soft drink She's having the breakfast of champions. She's got her a peanut butter lollipop. Thanks, Sarah Martin from Faster Way. <laughs> and a Dr. Pepper. I can think of no better way <laughs> to begin I'm this. be time. like, um, who was it? Um, That Sesame Street character, Grover, when he got his <laughs> peanut butter stuck his mouth together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you know, you got to do what you got to do. That's breakfast, uh, champions. breakfast of champions there. Well, we are so thrilled to be back with you for this last episode um, of the year as uh, we just thought we would take some time today and alongside you as our just beloved listeners and just reflect back on the year and look forward to the year that is coming. And I get, I don't know how you are about this time of year. I get very, um, I get very like kind of sappy and a little reflective about the year. I think there's something about like, the start of the new year that is so exciting. And then, you know, January in itself feels like it takes 300 days <laughs> in the month. That's because you're home with your kids for so long. Mm-hmm. Like you it's just have these days. ideas of what home with the kids is going to be like, and you just can't wait to get there. And then by the end, you're like, could work, <laughs> yeah, please yeah. have an emergency for me to come in. <laughs> yeah. But guess what? WMU never has work emergencies. Yeah. <laughs> 2024. We'll look forward to that. <laughs> I got that MD. <laughs> but it like it does it does feel like the beginning, the start for me, the start of the new year always seems like it is just takes its time. It's slow. It's like, you know, it just feels, I guess, because the days are longer and it just it just feels like it takes longer. And then it just feels like before we know it, here we are back in December again. And it's time to you know, think back over the year and and look ahead to the new year. And there's just this element, I think, to me of like, I, I and, and I, even on the years that I've had that are just what I would deem are the most awful years. Like I, I there's a part of me that just likes to look back on that and go, you know, what did I learn this year? Where did I see God working? How did I change? How did I grow? How did my family, you know, change and grow? Like, I, I don't know. I just have always really liked doing that. Um, and it's, I think for me, it's helpful to do that because it kind of helps me process some things. And just again, and even in, even in looking forward to the new year, you know, what, how's God going to work? How's he going to move? And how, how might he invite me into that work? You know? And so there's a piece of that. I think that's just kind of an exciting thing to look at. Are you like that where you like to look back at the year and kind of, yeah. Reflect? And I think at the end of the year too, <clears throat> although things kind of ramp up with Christmas, it is that it is that period of reflection but also you and I and the way that the the conversations we've we've been having it's also a time to kind of set your mind to breaking out of old routines Mm -hmm. 
and experiencing God in a new way and helping others to experience God in a new way. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's a lot of what it is for me too. It's like, there's an anticipation that comes with a season ending and a new beginning. And there's a rhythm to it. There's a, there's a rhythm to one year ending and another beginning and what that looks like. And even, you know, even if this, for some of you, this year has been the year that you cannot wait to say goodbye to, right? Like, I mean, I have, um, you know, I've got people in my life who are like, I can't wait for 2024 to, to, to begin on the clock. Let it be 1201, you know, uh, uh, 2023, then you're 2020. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. Yeah. And we, you know, we've, I think we, we go through times where we have that, like it, and we talked about this on the last episode, like when things turn out different than you thought they would and, or, or maybe things, and maybe that was in a positive way. Maybe you had a better year than you thought you were going to have. And you were able to see, you know, just um, again, just different rhythms of life take place that maybe you weren't expecting, but I, I, it, it, there is an element to it that I think is, is important for us to sit and to process with God of like, I think because sometimes we are guilty of during the year, not slowing down and really pausing. And I think I, that's what I like about it. I like being intentional about that time with him where I sit down and say, oh, I, I see, I see now looking back, like I can trace your hand through these. Oh, I, see you move. I see you move yeah. right there, God. I see you go. Um, and, and that, that, like you said, it's the anticipation of what, what, what he will do what he will do and, and how, how do we, uh, play into that? You know, how, how will we be used? How can we, you know, just be obedient to him? And so that's what we're going to do in this episode, y'all. Um, we're, we want to take you on a journey with us as we kind of reflect back over the year and, uh, just kind of move through some of these things. You will have a handout in the show notes. Hopefully it will cooperate (laughs) for us. And, uh, so that you can follow along with some of these prompts and just, Uh, you know, that's just a free resource for you as a way to kind of journal through some things if you're a journaler and maybe you're not, but if you want a written resource that you can kind of go through as we kind of go through some of these things and look at these areas, um, that is there for you to use if you would like. So um, let's do this. And this is what I want you to do. So as we're, Becca and I are going to go through some prompts, we're going to talk about some things, but I want you to really take it in as we're talking and not necessarily hear so much of our personal experience, but I want you to think about yours. And as we ask these questions and as we kind of reflect back, I want you to think about what this looks like in your own life, how you've seen this um, just in your relationship with God and uh, maybe even some points of your life this year um, that maybe have been harder and have been more um, hardship and 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 difficult to navigate. And so uh, we'll just kind of go through some questions and I really want you to think. And then at the end, Becca's going to just kind of do a prayer over, over us and, and over you all as our listeners, as we sort of just in this year and look forward to this, this new year. So let's, let's start with, um, let's, I would love for us to share one of your favorite memories from this year, as you look back, like you can, and I want you to be thinking about this too, as a listener, thinking back over some of the, and it'll be hard probably to pick just, just one thing, but um, are there some things that stand out to you that are just favorite memories that, you know, when you look back on 2023, I'm going to think of some of these really good things that happened. I think one of the things is um, that as you are raising your children, you are trying to raise them to be discerning. And um, every day, like I've told you many times before, when my kids get out of the car, 
I tell them to shine for Jesus. And as we are praying in the morning, I also pray that God will help us to find ways to love our neighbor and to love our friends. And um, and you hope that these things are sticking. But then you also wonder, you know, when they're out of my sight, what yeah. are they doing these things? Right. And um, so this year, Josie went um, on a retreat with her youth group. And there was a topic of discussion that was talked about. And um, she had her phone. She shouldn't have, but she had her phone. <laughs> and she... And I guess it was like the second meeting they'd had. Maybe it was relationships. I'm not sure exactly what they were talking about. But she texted me and she said, Mom, they haven't spoken a word about love yet. Mm. And that made me think, this is what she expects. This is what she brings to the table yeah. is that she'll be a voice for love. And so I, I said to her, well, then Josie, you bring it into the conversation. Mm-hmm. And it just made me think, this is this is who she is. Love is a part of her, her dialogue, her natural dialogue. And when there's an absence of it, it really hits her hard. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so that made me really, really proud. That was a a God moment for me that, that my, my child had had that kind of discernment, um, to say love really needs to be brought into this conversation. And so, I guess that was, that was a God moment for me, um, that I couldn't be near her. I was about as far away as I'm going to be from her, you know, two and a half hours. Um, and, and yet she was, she was Mm -hmm. walking in love and and that really made me happy. Yeah. It it is such a, a special thing as a parent to be able to see your kids start to come into their own and in their own faith and, Mm -hmm. and, and walking in that. And, and watching them live that out. There's something really uh, rewarding and, and challenging, you know, on the, it's both, right? Like you said, it's, we, we constantly worry, like, are, are they getting this? Are they, are we doing enough as parents to instill this in them? And that's, that's so beautiful because it's, you know, it's sticking and it's, and it's not that it's not only sticking, but it's just a part of who she is, which is phenomenal, you know? And it, it makes me think that she will be that person that her friends can come to because they mm-hmm. know they're going to be loved yeah. no matter what. Yeah. And that is also why I tell her before she gets out of the car, just about every day, not every day, I, I look at her and I say, don't gossip. <laughs> <laughs> don't gossip, shine for Jesus. That gossip will get you. Or <laughs> a witness killer more than gossip. Yeah. And nobody wants to hear about your love if you're talking out of the other side of your mouth. So mm-hmm. true, true. So that was that was a real proud mama moment for me. And, yeah. and I think that that's one of the things at the end of the year too. Um, as your children get, when your children are the, in that little little stage, it feels like time is a little bit slower, you know. Mm-hmm. And then they hit that preteen, and you realize, oh, I've only got you know eight more years with this kid, or I've right. only. Got four more years with this kid and everything seems to speed up the hormones come along and speed everything up and and there's first boyfriends and first heartbreaks and all of those things and and I and I think that that is that is one of the reasons that it's so good to reflect at this time of year too whatever stage um, your children are in if you have children um, is is to see how how do I see God shining through through them and how can I make better connection with my child this coming up year that that has to be a goal as we are 
coming to the end of the year and as parents as we're setting new year's resolutions is every year asking ourselves how can I grow in my my relationship with my child in a positive way so um and there's always something that we can do so um I you know that's it's a count your blessings the kind of gratitude thing but also a a a growth curve for us always mm-hmm. yeah I think I think mine is similar in a lot of ways I mean I, I definitely have some standout moments of of just things that I will treasure and remember and special moments on you know with family and things like that through the year um but I think one of the and I know this is another parenting example, but I think one of the the neatest things that I've gotten to see this year as I reflect back is actually the beauty of having children in multiple seasons of life, because I, and this is maybe for anybody that's got little, little ones, um, you know, well, you, you know, uh, when I found out I was having Shelby, there was a, a slight uh, panic <laughs> that ensued of, of how big of an age gap there would be between my kids. And I tell you, um, I've just been able to see such a wonderful thing of God's faithfulness in that, in that seeing my older girls and seeing her and knowing that there's actually a really neat blessing in being able to have kids in multiple stages of life, because having older children, I know that the toddler years end, right? I know that eventually the tantrums mm-hmm. and the, and the, you know, saying no all the time and just the, and just the challenges and the hardship that come along just with having them alive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just, just yeah. don't run out in traffic. Like, that, the- yeah. I mean, having them to depend on every need. And, and so I, I, I see this beauty in that of like, there is, um, I am enjoying parenting her honestly more than I did my 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 two older girls because um I think when I survival mode I was in such a survival mode I had two in diapers and and was just so burned out and 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 you know I couldn't meet my own needs you know um because I was meeting theirs all the time and I feel like God has just given me a fresh new perspective on that because that was one of my prayers in having her was that I would not experience that burnout again with her. Um, and not to say that there won't, there's not seasons of parenting, you know, definitely that, that you can feel that. But, but my prayer the whole time I was pregnant with her was that I would, I would enjoy that stage, you know, because I, I didn't in full transparency, didn't really enjoy that stage um, before. And so now, you know, she's, she's two and I've got one that's almost 11 coming up here pretty soon and, and eight. And so, um, you know, I think I've just, I, I have a different perspective on parenting and that has been a blessing this year because I I feel like I'm enjoying parenting in that little stage so much more now because I also know how fleeting it is. And I'm, listen, I'm not one of these people that's like, enjoy every minute. Cause it's, <laughs> you don't get it back. A lot know? of truth to that. And I, and I get yeah. that as well, because, you know, my girls are five years apart and, and I think I, I do savor things a little bit more with Phoebe than I did with Josie. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you savor those last. Because also mm-hmm. the kind of work I was doing back then too was children's ministry. And I wasn't just dealing with my own child. I was trying to minister to, you know, 50 kids, you know. So it, yeah. it makes a difference um, I, that Phoebe has been able to kind of be outside of that, not outside the church bubble, but the... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm the mom is a children's minister bubble. Yeah. I think it's probably a little healthier place to grow up than, than Josie. There was a lot of pressure on Josie, I think to, you know, be the children's minister's kid. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think there's, there's some elements of that, that have just been really neat. Um, so I want you to think about that as, as you're listening, what, what are some of the things that stand out to you this, you know, that have stood out to you moments like that, they might be special moments that you've had. It might be little moments, like even what we're sharing um, just in everyday life. And I want you to think about how you've seen God work in your life this year, whether it's um, in your own personal life, if it's through the work that you do, if it's, you know, somewhere in your family, like how have you seen God working in your life? So I want you just to think about that. And one thing I thought would be um, neat for us to talk about, Becca, is um, what's something that you're going to carry with you into 2024 that you learned this year or that you, that stuck out to you or, um, and I want you to think about that as, as you're listening, what is something that you're going to carry with you into the, into this next year? Um, I think this year I was able to release a lot of church hurt. Mm -hmm. Um, especially in the last three months, um, it doesn't still cut so deep. Yeah. And it was one of those situations where I gave it to God, finally gave it to God, like, and didn't go back and and pick it back up and, and like smell it and taste it and Mm -hmm. (laughs) go back over it in my mind, you know, it was a a, a final kind of a release. Mm-hmm. and um and a reset in my mindset towards church yeah and, um and and so that's that's something that I'm going to carry through with me um is uh letting go of, of past hurts and moving forward in God's grace mm-hmm. that's good that's really good I think for me I, I've been thinking about this a lot and um I think there's a lot of different facets for me. I feel like I am leaving this year with more questions than I am answers about things. Um, and for the first time in a long time, I'm I'm okay with that. Um, I think <laughs> that's very unusual for me to say because I I like a I like a true ending to something. I like a closure. I like an answer. I like a I like a plan. <laughs> you know, um, and I feel like this just with some some things that have happened and even some health issues that I've, I have experienced and, and, and are experiencing, um, that will keep going into the new year. Um, I think there's an element of just like, I'm okay with it being unknown right now. No, nah, that's a lie. I'm not okay with it being unknown. <laughs> let, let, let me not, let me not lie. I'm okay with not knowing a hundred percent where the path is leading as long as I'm on the path with God and I, I'm just trusting. Um, I think there's just this element of, of real trust that I, if I look back on it, especially the last couple of years that has probably not been there as much. And I think, um, I think it's a resilience because I have been in survival mode for so long. Um, and for so many years with a lot of things, but I'm, I feel like this is probably a turning point for me, a true turning point of, Let's go from survival to, you know, a, a thriving way of life and mindset. And I do feel like I've probably experienced some healing with that this year that has been really, really big for me. Um, but I still have a long way to go. You know, it's it's definitely not the the end of the of the road by, by any stretch of the imagination. But I feel like there was, especially towards the end of this past year, 
um, you know, I'm someone, I'm a very ambitious person. Like I'm someone who like, you know, God gives me a task. I'm like, okay, let's get it. Let's, let's get on it. You know? Um, and I've not been that for several years now because I've just been working through grief and, and hurt and, and being in survival mode of just life. And, and I feel like God has really returned me back to that point of like, I, I, th- I think we're ready to, to, to go back now. You know, I think we're, I think we're ready to, I want you to return to that place of boldness and of, of, you know, just going after the things that you're passionate about and, and doing it for my glory, you know, not for my glory, but for God's glory. And so I, I, I think I've, I think that's something I'm going to take into 2024 is the resilience and also the, the being okay, um, with not having all of the answers and, and getting, getting more okay with that, you trusting know, the process, trusting the process right. and, and trusting that at the, at the right time and the right place, you know, things will, will happen. And, um, and I'll have answers for things I've long wanted to have answers for and all of that. And just, and, and just trusting in that, I think for sure. And I think that one thing that you have always taught, have taught me since I've known you is, is that God does not waste a single thing. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's been interesting that, you know, you said that before the passing of your mother mm-hmm. and you still say that after the passing of your mother. Yeah. So um, yeah, God doesn't, God doesn't waste a single thing. Yeah. And, you know, I'm a, I mean, I'm, I'm a firm believer in that. And actually, um, and this is one of the questions I I don't, I don't want to skip ahead, but while we're talking about it, I do want to just touch on it. There is a a question in, in your guide and and something we'll talk about where, you know, has there been scriptures that have really resonated with you this year that have stuck out to you? And this is recent for me um, and that just reading this and it just, it just has stuck with me and it's Isaiah 66, nine. And it's the in uh, the NCV New Century version, Isaiah sixty six nine. It says, "In the same way, I will not cause pain without allowing something new to be born," says the mm-hmm. Lord. And there is something about after reading that that has just stuck with me. And I think it's that we, we know those things, right? But I think it's, I mean, there it is in the Word of God for any for and for any of you that are listening. You know, like Becca said, God wastes nothing. You know, He He's not going to put us through any kind of pain just for no reason there there will be something new that is born um there is there will be good there will be good that comes from it you know mm-hmm. say what you said earlier because I told you that this was such a I was like I need to write that down because it's such a good quote what you said about um answers and question marks oh well I, I just said that it's good not to have all the answers because answers are like periods and you stop the process and you stop the, you've got the answer and you're finished. It implies that you're finished, but question marks are, um, are, are a continuation of a thought and they're mm-hmm. a continuation of a process and they're, they lead to, um, more questions and more searching. Yeah. And so, um, I, I think we need to kind of try to live our, our, our life in the question mark instead of the period sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's so we can't have all the answers. And when we feel like everything has to be wrapped up into a perfect package, then that leads to undue stress because life is, is, is a series of questions. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, and at the end of the day, we won't have all the answers and, and on this side of eternity. So to feel mm-hmm. like that we have to 
I put a period at the end of all of the turn all the questions into periods is not is not reasonable. Mm-hmm. That's so good. That's so good. Well, here, here here's what let's do this. I'm just going to read out some questions that I, I would love for you guys listening just to, again, write these down. You can use that guide that's in your show notes, um, or you can just think about these as, as we're kind of reading through these. And I, I really want you to go back and really, really, as I say, flush it out with God, really work through this, um, through this stuff. And so I want you to think about this. Um, how have you experienced God's blessings through this year? Even if it's been a hard year. Um, and it just feels like some days you've just been good to put one foot in front of the other. How can you see the blessings? Where, what blessings has still been there? And and what are you grateful for just in terms of your relationship with God? I think, you know, that's a that's a, one of those basic things that we kind of forget to do. Uh, a lot of times we get so, you know, wrapped up in even in our prayer life and in making the request to God and and not going back to just being grateful for who he is and what he's done and his character and the ways that he works. So, you know, what are, what are you grateful for in terms of your relationship with God? And then looking at this, start with the gratitude, start with the praise, start with the, with, with the blessing. And then look at like, you know, what were some challenges that you had this year? How did you navigate those challenges with God? Um, you know, were you able to rely on your faith to get you through those times? You know, uh, how have you seen personal spiritual growth, especially in times of adversity and challenge? You know, we've we've talked about some of those things. Um, you know, the two of us just just some things that have come up through the year uh, for us personally. How have you seen that? What's that look like in your life? Have you had those moments of adversity or? Um, just, just times of hardship and trial. How have you gotten through them? What does your faith look like on the other side of that? And then going into your prayer life, this has been an area for me that I have really, uh, really needed some attention this year um, and working through that with God, reflecting back on your prayer life. You know, how has it evolved? Um, you know, are there specific answers to prayers that you've gotten this year or prayers that have gone unanswered? And what does that look like? You know, what's your prayer life been like this year? Is that an area, maybe you're like me, and that's an area that God has just really addressed with you that you're like, okay, when 2024 rolls around, um, I, you know, that's, that's something that I need to, to, to work on with him. So thinking about that too. And then, um, you and I were talking about this earlier, Becca, before we started recording, looking at, how have you lived on mission with God this year? So this is like moving sort of outside of ourselves now into relationships that we've had with people and opportunities to serve. What does that look like for you this year? How were you able to be a blessing to others this year? Um, sharing the love of God. And you you mentioned this earlier, um, Becca, about when we were talking before we recorded about how have other people have you, how have you been a witness to other people, right? How have you, how have you shared the love of Christ with others? How have you been, been that witness for somebody? I think um, one of the places that I saw this, the strongest was in uh, prison retreat. So the women's prison retreat is a retreat for prisoners from um, every women's prison um, that, that wants to participate. They can send up to 15 women. And those are the best behaved women um, who can have no infractions for the whole year to, to qualify. And um, so last year was my first year with that. And 
I think that in some ways I held back a little bit with it because I wasn't I wasn't sure what does this need to look like, but also I wasn't sure um was I gonna step on toes? Was I gonna offend someone? Are the, the women that are coming Christians, are they not Christians? Is this gonna turn them away from Christ? And and I think this year, um, during during the retreat, God gave me a boldness. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, he called me out in a certain, in a very clear way um, about how I was supposed to pray for the retreat. I mean, like it could not have been any more clear if God had had just stood in front of me and said, this is what you're supposed to do. And and so he gave me some very clear um, direction as to how to pray for it. And then within that, he gave me a boldness to really um, question belief um, and and question decision decisions for Christ and not question them, but but bring up the question: Have you made a decision for Christ? Do you know Christ is your personal Savior? Yeah. Um. And and to really challenge these women um, in a very deliberate way. Um that maybe did offend some people I don't know but I, I remember at the end of it we um we had an altar call and the year before maybe two women came up for the altar call and and that and that was fine because those were the women that needed to come forward but what overwhelmed me with that whole process was when I called the women to come and 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 be prayed with or prayed over or to make a decision for Christ, they came forward like all of them, but six really came forward. Like it was like they couldn't jump out of their seat fast enough. Mm-hmm. And and here was the thing that, that really struck me about it was they would go to me for prayer and then they would go to the other women for prayer. It's like they could not be covered in prayer enough. And that spoke volumes to me as to that ministry, but that also spoke volumes to me about how I am supposed to meet life mm-hmm. is that I, I, I should be in that kind of state. Like I can't get enough prayer. I can't have enough people praying over me. I can't, I can't invite God into the situation Yeah, enough. Right. Um, and so God just really, that left a burning impression on me, I think as much as it did on the women and especially the volunteers too, is, is that, these women were just coming with these empty, empty cups and, and mm-hmm. just praying for them to be filled. And they shared their stories and their experiences and their fears with us during that time. And mm-hmm. just being able to know that we were taking it together to God and yeah. that that was truly um, the, the greatest thing that we could do for them in that moment. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that those prayers uh, are continuing to be worked out even now behind prison walls yeah so um yeah I guess that was one of the most powerful moments for me in 2023 and and that we take that example and apply it to our everyday lives in that it is no surprise to anybody listening um no matter where you are um that there are a lot of heavy things happening in our world right now there is a lot of people are hurting people are hungry right people people need love and compassion and grace and mercy and that we have the opportunity to be those that intercede for people and encourage and pray for um and and that that is something that even in, even in my own life looking looking forward is like how can I be more like that how can I uh, more opportunity more opportunity to do that like um 
you know, open my eyes, God, to to what is around me and the needs that are around me and the people around me that need the that need love and 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 again, just grace and mercy, compassion, all of the things, right? Like opening our eyes and to as to what you're saying, be bold about it, right? Like um now, like uh, just like our scripture says, now now's not the time to shrink back, right? Now is not the time to shrink back. We don't have to we don't have to worry about shrinking back right now. We need to worry about moving forward in that, in the, in a boldness in how we love and care for other people and, and, and steward our gifts, right. And our passions and just um, reading and immersing ourselves in the word of God and, and encouraging other people to do that. Like it's, we got a, there's a lot of things happening in the world right now that need, that need spiritual attention. Right. And so taking even what happened with prison retreat and just, and relating that back to even what's going on in your own life, right? How can you, how can you be that for somebody in, in your life in, in the coming year and in, in the coming weeks, even as, and, and how have you been that this year? You know, like, what does that look like for you all? Mm-hmm. And I, you know, as you know, we say as our, as our children grow, the days go faster, but also as our parents get older, I, I think for me, especially, I realized the days are few you know, not, not my parents' days necessarily, but um, they're on the other side of, of that hill, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I go, you know, I've, I've only got so much time on this earth and I don't need to waste it worrying about what people will think, to be honest, yeah. that I, I just have to go in the boldness of God and know that what he's called me to and, um, yeah. and, and, and move forward in that boldness. Yes. You know, I was, I was talking to my, um, I was talking to my counselor recently, just, we were just kind of working through just some, some things related back to my anxiety and all of that kind of stuff. And she said something to me that is one thing that going back to something that you'll carry into 2024, it was like a, a eye opening thing where she said, Amanda, you have a lot of head knowledge about God. And she said, you know, you know, a lot of things. She said, I, I don't want to hear what you know about God. I want to know what you believe about God. Mm -hmm. Like, and she said, because she said, both are there. Right. And she said, but I want, I want you to, I want to challenge you. And I want to do this to to you as, as, as a listener, I want to challenge you. Like I'm challenging myself to go into this next year in belief about God and not to say that we don't need to know more about God. Of course we do. We need to study and and be in his word and all the things, but, but that we move forward in that boldness that you're talking about the, the boldness and that boldness, I think comes with belief, right? It's that I don't just know these things. I 100% believe these things, right? I, I believe all these things about God. And not only do I believe it, but I'm operating in it, you know? And she's, and so I, t- I mean, it's a personal challenge for me and I, I'm turning that into a personal challenge for you all. What does that look like to move out of the space of, of head, no- of head knowledge and into the, the heart belief and the boldness of moving forward? You, t- you talking about that, um, it makes, it, it really does make me think of, of you all in the situations in your life. And we don't know what all you deal with on a day-to-day basis, but how can you be bold, um, as you're looking towards the new year, what, what, how can you seek out God's will for your life? What does that look like? Um, 
I think for all of us, we have areas of our life. Like you talk about a prison retreat and being more bold and how you were praying and how you, you felt more of that, like holy confidence in what you were doing. An right. Urgency. And yeah. an urgency, a holy urgency in it. Yes. And I have felt that too in a different area. Right. And so I think, how can we, how can we do that? Where we're looking at ourselves and we say, okay, I, I know there's things that God's put on my heart to do, right? Little or or little or big things, right? Um, have you tucked away your dream, like in your heart that you've put on the back burner because of fear or because you've been, you know, afraid to be bold in that or unhindered in that? Like, what does that look like for you to actually do that thing next year? Or to make the steps, like, what does it look like for you to step out in faith and, and do the things that God is asking you to do and, and be bold in moving forward with that? And uh, those are the same questions I'm asking myself. Why am I delaying? Right. Why are you delaying? Why are you delaying in those things? So what is it going to take? What steps do you need to make uh, to move forward with God in those areas? And, um, you know, you and I were talking not long ago about visioning with God, right? And ultimately God, I mean, God is the one in control. It's not, it's not us that's creating this vision, but that we are seeking out his vision and, and the plans that he has. And where do we get to fit into that equation and come alongside? And, and so I want to challenge you, um, look at the ways that God's gifted you, the passions he's given you, look at the areas of your life that you think there is no way God can do something with this. Oh, friend. Yes, he can. Mm -hmm. And I want you to look at those ways and those situations maybe that have come up for you and think, okay, this has happened. How can God use this? How can I, um, you know, work through this to bring him glory and to bring others to him, you know, ultimately that we get to, we get to glorify him in, in that. So will you pray over over everybody listening and, and just, just, um, cause you're so good at this about just <laughs> tacking in all of these things. Well, I know we've, we've gone through a lot of, a lot of things. And again, I just want to encourage you to, to, to take the time with God and really go through some of these questions and, and, and reflect and, and seek out. But, um, Becca, you're, you're always really good about, um, encompassing all those things in, into a prayer. So as we kind of wrap up our time, will you, will you just pray us out and pray us, pray us out of 2023 and into 2024? Um, I'm going to leave this with some scripture that's going to go with this prayer, um, that has really meant a lot to me. In fact, this was the scripture reference from the, um, prisoners retreat. And this is Exodus 14. Um, starting with verse 10, well, actually starting with uh, verse 12, um, Moses has led the people to the Red Sea and they are confronting the water in front of them and the and Pharaoh's army behind them. And they say to him in verse 10, didn't we say to you in Egypt, Egypt, leave us alone, let us serve the Egyptians. It would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the desert. Moses answered the people, do not be afraid, stand firm, and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think that um, that is that is part of the prayer over you is, um, is that you find that time to be still. Mm -hmm. Because when we, when we are still before the Lord, it is our way of acknowledging and saying, okay, God, you part the waters. 
Yeah. So um, I'm going to pray. And um, and my prayer, part of my prayer for you today is that whatever waters need to be parted in 2024, for you to move forward in that boldness, mm-hmm. that God will do that for you. And that you will, maybe it's in your family, maybe it's within, within your workplace, maybe it's in relationships, maybe it's a new thing that you need to start. Mm-hmm. May you be still enough before, before the Lord to give him complete control and then let him fight the battle for you. Yeah. All right. Let's pray. Holy God, as we approach 2024, uh, for some folks that are listening, it, it is 2024. Lord, I just pray your blessing over every woman who is listening. Uh, Lord, I pray that you will give them a spiritual boldness this year that is unlike anything that they have ever felt. Lord, may you fill them with an urgency for the gospel, a gospel, the urgency to, to have the gospel in their own lives, uh, to improve their, their walk with you, Lord, uh, but also an, an urgency for salvation of those around us. Lord, help us to uh, move forward knowing that if we don't ask the hard questions sometimes, and if we don't take those steps that scare us sometimes, um, that we might not be taking the step that you are need us to take to bring someone to you. So Lord, help us this this year to move forward with a, a, a heavenly urgency, uh, knowing that our days truly are few and that uh, the opportunities are many and help us to walk into those opportunities. Lord, I, I pray that that you will give us moments that we can be still before you and know that you are our rescue. And Lord, I ask that if there are relationships that need to be healed or or things that need to be done, Lord, that that only you can do, that you would move in these women's lives to surrender those things to you, Lord. Lord, we ask that you would grow us in our prayer lives. Help us to totally, totally give everything to you, Lord. Help us to, to in the moments, and in big and small, to turn to you for direction and for guidance. And Lord, also help us to turn to you for our peace because the world will give us none. And so, Lord, we ask that you would fill us with your peace, your goodness, your understanding, all of those things, Lord, we just pray over these women. And Lord, we ask that you would help us to lean into the question marks, because when we are leaning into the question marks, when we are giving that dot, 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 that means that we are living moment by moment with you, with you, that we can't have all the answers, but we can take this journey with you, Jesus. And so, Lord, help us to journey with you. Help us to come alongside us, Lord, as we seek to do your will. And help us um, to know that the answers come through you, but we would never stop having the questions. Mm-hmm. And Lord, help us to live with a craving to know you, to know your direction, to know what it is that, that you want us to do both now and in the future. Lord, we pray over the families of these women. We pray over their children. We pray over their spouses. We pray over the single people as well, Lord, um, that you would just choose to use them in a mighty mighty way this year, that 2024 will be the year of boldness. Maybe that, Lord, that that would be our, our word of the year, that it would be boldness and that we would move, move forward in that, knowing that when we fully trust in you, Lord, that you can fully move through us. 
And mm-hmm. so, Lord, I just ask all these things um, in your name, the greatest name ever spoken, the name of the one who died for our sins. And Lord, we are so grateful. The name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. That was good. That was a good prayer. <laughs> that was a good one. Amen. Amen. That was like one of those that I was like, I'm going to have to, clock. if I don't stop now, this is going to go for an hour. <laughs> They're no, going to have to go get a snack. I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> We, we, we need it. What, what a fantastic way to end this episode, to round out this year, to move us into the next year. Um, thanks for being alongside us this year through, through all of the episodes. And, um, we're so thankful for you as listeners and we, we are excited for the year to come and what that looks like. And so we just, again, just echoing what she said, praying blessings over each of you and so thankful for you friends as you listen and, um, we will see you on the on the next episode in in the new year (laughs) 2024 be bold in 2024 there you go bye friends bye friends